Hi, it's Darnell with Wave of Recipes. I've been running this channel for five years now, and when I kind of look back over time at some of the older videos and some of the older things I did or the way that I did some older things, sometimes I'm like, oh man, I can't believe I did that. Because you learn as you go. You know, sometimes you learn things that you did in the past weren't necessarily the best. And you look back and you're like, wow. So I just want to share from my own learning and experience some cooking myths and tips. And basically when it comes to these things, you know, some of you are going to totally agree with me on some things. Some of you are going to totally disagree with me. And that's life. We don't all agree. But I'm going to share what I've learned and my take on things here. And so we're just going to get into that. I will say I'll be looking at my phone, which I do have in airplane mode. That's a uh, tip right there. Why you want to hold these things in airplane mode, you might want to do a lot of research on that. But moving on into some of the things that I want to talk about. One thing that I've done in some past videos and it's still a contentious topic and everybody goes back and forth on is washing meat. And I've explained in a full video that I did on my D Grill channel and made a whole playlist for about why I don't wash meat anymore. Why I did in the past, why I thought it was a good thing and why I now do not. But I know a lot of people think that that's a good thing. I do not. They're basically, you know, if you've got like some flat out dirt on your uh, meat or some poop or something, then yeah, get it on off. But as far as the other bacteria and blood and whatnot, you're not going to deep clean that meat. Your washing, in my opinion, is very much a placebo and it's not going to do you any good because bacteria is not just on surfaces, it's in meat as far as toxins. And I, I shouldn't even say bacteria, I'll, I'll go as far as say toxins. They're not just on the surface, they're in the meat. And so you, all your washing is not going to get there. You know, it's all throughout the meat fully. You, you can't deep clean all the way into the flesh. So cooking, and that's where I stand, cooking well, cooking the meat. And you know, if you like medium rare, then you know, cool, but you know, make sure that it's, everything gets well heated to try and kill anything that's in there. I prefer medium well myself, medium well or well done. And you wanna be sure to, you know, just with the heat, that's how you kill stuff, that's how you do it. And there's no better killer of toxins than burning them up. Washing is not going to do it as well as just burning them up. But we'll leave that there. I've talked about it before. As I said, contentious topic, but moving on. Because most of this is going to be contentious for some of you. Now, uh, with canola oil and seed oils. In the past, I used to cook with canola oil. I've learned a lot more about oils and seed oils now. I don't touch seed oils anymore. And I think folks like uh, Dr. McCullough has done a great job of explaining why other doctors have done the same thing. There's a good book called Metabolical that you can get. Dr. Lussing, I think is his name. He's a great doctor as far as things that you need to avoid putting in your mouth. And seed oils are one of them. That's why you see me in more of my more recent videos using like extra light olive oil. I've always used extra virgin olive oil in a lot of things, but I stick to like the olive oils because that is a non-seed oil and something like extra light olive oil is a bit more economical than say an avocado oil or something like that and there's some things as far as avocados that just don't work for me so I don't do the avocado oil I do like olive oils 
Next thing I want to talk about is organic food. For most of the time, most of the videos here were not done with organic products. I have over the years learned more about health and cooking and I try to stick more to organic now. And I'll just say a good example is the Bible. And everybody here knows, if you've been watching my videos, I make no, no qualms about my being an overt Christian. But in the Bible, it does say, like Paul mentions, that you can eat with Thanksgiving, you know, the food that you want to eat with Thanksgiving. But we need to keep in mind, when Paul wrote that, when everything in the Bible was written, they were eating organic 100% by default. They were not eating processed stuff like we eat today. And I'll get more into the processed stuff in a little bit, but they weren't eating the type of stuff we eat today. And the type of stuff we eat today, the, the things that it goes through, you might not even call it food compared to what was being eaten, eaten in the past. So I try and stick to the organic now. But let's move into the talk about processed foods. When it comes to the processed foods, like I said, what they put that stuff through, it's not natural. So like the packaged food, it's just not natural. Canned food, they're in the past and thank God it's not like that anymore, but still, canned foods have things in them that are just not natural. And packaged foods do too. Processed meats, even bacon. You know, you guys know that I've cooked a whole lot of bacon, a whole lot of sausage here on this channel. But uh, cutting back from that, because all processed meats, not naturally, just not natural and just not as good for you. When they go into your body, a guy like uh, Dr. Robert O. Young, and I'm not a, I'm not a vegan. He, Dr. Robert O. Young, he's pretty hardcore vegan except for a little bit of fish. I'm, I'm not like that. But what processed food especially does to your body and the acidity that it causes is a problem. It's a problem for your health. And so that's where I stand on that. Whoops, almost dropped the phone. Trying to get to the next point. And so I do want to talk some more about acidic food because when it comes to foods that are acidic, and some of you might even know of the old uh, guy, Dr. Sebi, um, you know, guys like him, he also, and Robert O. Young and others have tried to explain how acidity messes up your belly. I know I'm not saying that I agree with folks like Dr. Sebi on a lot of other things that he was about or talked about. I'm not going there. We're talking about eating. But basically, Acidity not only messes up your stomach, it messes up your whole system. So you want to try and stay more alkaline than acidic. And so that's a good thing to stay more alkaline. And processed foods raise the acidity. Packaged foods, seed oils, they don't process as well in your body. Your body was not made for that stuff. So I try and avoid some of those things. I personally, just myself, I do a blood type diet. I like the Eat Right for Your Type book, and I like the science in that book there and what's been laid out there. Not everybody agrees. Hey, fine. But that's what I do, and it works fabulous for me. So try and keep food in you that works well for you and for your body type. Next, I want to talk about salt, because a lot of times I was using, first I was using table salt, then I went to kosher salt. Well now I've moved on to sea salt for most cooking. Unless I'm doing like a brine or something, it just takes a massive amount of salt. Like if I'm doing like a brine or something, I might use the kosher salt just because I need so much. But usually I'm going to use sea salt. And just because of price, I'm not going to use a whole bunch of brine. But sea salt is the better salt. Sea salt or Himalayan salt, 
those are true salts. Those are real salts, literally, of the earth. The stuff that you get from, like, your normal salt shaker at a restaurant or something, that stuff, it's like a processed thing that's not really salt. So, stick to the sea salt, in my opinion. That's my tip there as far as salt. Let's see what else I have here. Sugar. Sugar is, um, I'll just say it's worse than we have ever expected or known. It's worse than you're usually told. It's not good. It's just not good. Limit as much as you can your, your sugar intake. Try and limit the sugar intake as much as possible all the time. You know, as far as the sugary desserts and things, and I've got some here on this channel. Uh, Lord willing, you won't see me cooking anymore. Sure, I'll, I'll leave the ones that are there there for those who want. But I'm saying I won't be doing those anymore as far as big sugary things. That sugar is just not good for your body. It's in everything. But you want to try and limit your intake as much as you can. Your body can process what you eat to natural sugars internally in your body. You don't need to take in excess sugar at all. But that's my tip on that. Next thing is uh, microwave ovens. And this is one that, uh, again, all of these are going to be controversial. I don't use a microwave anymore. And I've done my own research and my own looking at studies on places like even PubMed. And you can also see like uh, author First, Furstenberg. He's got a book, The Invisible Rainbow. Dr. Mercola's got a book called EMF. You can look up what these things are doing to your food and your body, even when the microwave's closed. It's not safe for you. So I don't use a microwave anymore. I don't cook food in it. And what I found is what comes out of the microwave is not what you put in it, even though it looks good. I don't touch the microwave anymore. That's me. And some nations really aren't into the microwave from the research they've done. It's going to be hard to even find some of the good research on it, in my opinion. But if you look around, places like Weston A. Price Foundation, they've got a lot of good resources. But I don't do it. Another thing is... Uh, I still use an induction cooktop because I don't like the stovetop because I found that I accidentally could hit the gas knob and I've had more than one occasion when I had the gas hooked up to the stove that I bump into it and then I'm smelling gas later and I'm like, oh my goodness, that was messed up. I've got nothing against natural gas. I, I really like natural gas. It keeps me real warm. It's cool with me, but I don't like it for my stove because it's just too easy to bump a knob and have some gas running. So I still use an induction cooktop. However, with an induction cooktop, you've got a lot of an electromagnetic field coming off the induction cooktop. So I try and not use it too much, not be around, not be too close to it when it's running for too long. Um, the fields that are coming off this electric stuff, you need to just be aware of. Next thing that I've got here are, I did a uh, video where I did well, I've done several videos where I've done beans, but I didn't soak them. Basically, all the videos that I've done with beans, I didn't soak the beans. It's really better to soak the beans. Soak them for about, uh, maybe about 12 hours. Soak them in about, maybe, if you're going to do like 4 cups of beans, soak them in about 10 cups of water. And that way, when you eat the beans, you're, you're going to have far less upset stomach after you cook and eat them. Because... It's going to be less acidic. So I always soak beans when I cook them now. And then cook them. And you don't have to cook them as long then. And 
That way it goes easier on the belly. You know, there's like, you know, a lot of people say, oh, beans are going to make you have upset stomach or gas or so on and so forth. That is very true if you don't soak the beans first. So I soak the beans all the time for about 12 hours now before I cook beans. And that goes a lot easier on the belly. The next thing I want to talk about was uh, breading, breading fried food, breaded fried food. Now, basically, of course, grease frying is just out, you know, no way. And so that, that's just not good for you. It's going to be crazy acidic. But breaded fried food, even that breading, that excess doughy breading stuff is not good for the belly. So I've done plenty of that. Lord willing, not going to be doing any more of that. So that's just where I stand on that there. It, it's not good for the body in my opinion there. And there's plenty of science if you want to look into that. And some may disagree, but like I said, this is going to be a controversial one. Next, I want to talk about white starches. And that's regarding white flour, white potatoes, white rice. All these things, they've been stripped of a lot of nutrients, but the potato, of course it hasn't been stripped of nutrients, but the white potato is just not as good for you. And even depending on your type, like for me, even yams are not very good. I don't digest yams very well, so I don't eat any types of potatoes anymore, yams or white potato. But the white rice, the white flour have been stripped of their nutrients. They're just not going to process as well in your body. White potato doesn't process as well in your body. And so I stay away from those. Again, no, it's controversial, but there it is. Next, I want to talk about wild fish versus farm-raised fish. When it comes to fish, the stuff that they do in the farm, the fish farms, is just messy. I'll just put it there, messy. So wild-caught fish is, uh, I'll say, better, and I try and stick to wild-caught fish from, like, the Atlantic. I don't mess with wild-caught fish in the Pacific. I'm not, I'm kind of leery about wild-caught fish down, uh, down from the south of America. I, I prefer it from over in the Atlantic area. That's where I'm at with it. And again, things in this are controversial. You have your own opinion. Next, I want to talk about grass-fed versus when, say, a meat, an animal that you eat for meat is fed other things. Basically, grass-fed is going to be a lot better, a lot more nutritious. So, Try and get grass-fed as much as you can, and that's my take on that. Next, I want to talk about when it comes to eggs, like cage-free organic versus the non-organic caged eggs. The cage-free eggs are going to be a lot more nutritious. I just feel like they just taste better. They just are better, in my opinion. So I stick to, like, the cage-free organic, free-roaming. I get... A lot of my food now from local farmers, small local farmers. I don't get a lot from supermarkets anymore. I get a lot from small local farmers, farmers markets. And you can get a lot of stuff that's just raised a lot better that way. So that's my take there. Next I want to talk about um, when it comes to eating right and things like cheat. People talk about cheat days and having a cheat meal. And doing a cheat, you know, well, I've, I've been eating healthy for you know, a few weeks. So I'm going to do a cheat now. It, I'll say this. It's easier to stay riding smoothly on a horse than to get off the horse and then try and get back on the horse. Stay on the horse. Don't do the, the cheat here and there thing. 
because when you throw your body off, it's harder to get it back into proper balance. So keep your body in balance, eating right, and stay there. I am, I'm not an advocate of cheats, so I'll leave that there. Um, let's see, pizza. I want to talk about pizza. With pizza, and I've done plenty of pizzas on this channel, pizzas, um, if you do enough research, pizzas are probably, in my opinion, and you don't have to agree, but they're a combination of some of the worst for you stuff that can be made. They just are. Even the cauliflower crust pizzas. That stuff, when you really look into what they're doing, nah. So, hey, no more pizzas, you know, I, and I don't miss them. No more pizzas. Next thing I want to talk about is milk. With milk, basically, in the supermarkets, basically, I'd say all that stuff in the milk area in most supermarkets is not really good for you in most states. I mean, there are some states that sell a better milk. And I'll say, check out the Western A. Price Foundation. They've got some really, really good research on milk and types of milk and things like that. But, you know, I guess for my diet type, I really don't do milk anyway. So, I really don't do milk at all to begin with. But, if you're going to do milk, the stuff that's still in the store is really, really isn't too good. And I'm just going to leave it at do a good bit of research. And I prefer the Weston A. Price Foundation position on that. But I'm going to leave it to you to look that up yourself. But, like I said, stuff in the store is... Nah. Um, the last thing that I want to say, and I said this in a separate video on my personal channel though. If you can, try and find a good naturopathic doctor. I uh, definitely, definitely advocate that, support that, promote that. And that's where I'm at, and I'm very good with that. So, just wanted to lay out some things, just level set some things. I know there are people who might ask about, you know, cooking certain things or doing certain things and certain foods, and you might not see them done anymore. So, that's the deal there. Even on the diet that I do, personally, I've got nothing against people eating beef, just to make that clear. I've got nothing against people eating beef. But just for me and what digests well for me, I don't do beef anymore. I do chicken, I do fish, I do those basically for meat. So, you'll see probably in, you know, videos, and you've probably seen the transition already as things started to transition. But going forward, especially from here, you're, you're going to see stuff that really works well in the diet that I do. I don't eat, I mean, I don't cook food for waste sake. I don't cook food just to show you on camera and then throw it out. I cook food that is my actual meals. So, basically that's the deal there. And so with all of that said, you know, hey, you can love it, you hate it, whatever. But in the video description, if you do want to support this channel, there are lots of ways to help. There's my cookbook, not everything, and it is as I said I suggest here, but there's a cookbook. I'll have to, Lord willing, make another one. <laughs> but uh, there's a cookbook. There's other ways to help the channel as well in the video description. Referral links and things like that. You pay the same price, help the channel. Now with all of that said, if you did like the video, you can definitely give it a thumbs up. Share the video with a friend. Leave your comments. Subscribe. Hit that notification icon. And good eating.